Hello, I'm Aisha Llewellyn, New Narrative's Editor-in-Chief. Domestic workers make up nearly 20% of all migrant workers in the ASEAN region. In Indonesia, unclear work contracts, unlimited workloads and poor working conditions are just a few examples of issues that plague those in this profession. In a country with approximately 4 million domestic workers, is the government doing enough to safeguard domestic workers' rights and well-being? On today's episode of Southeast Asia Dispatches, we look at the Protection for Domestic Workers Bill in Indonesia, a draft law for domestic workers' protection that has been stuck in Parliament for over a decade now, and discuss initiatives being taken to help them. If you enjoy what we're doing, please do support our work by becoming a member of New Narrative at newnarrative.com slash join. Memberships start at just 52 US dollars a year. That's just one US dollar a week. Or you can donate at newnarrative.com slash donate. And check out our website at newnarrative.com for more stories from Southeast Asia. And now here's the interview. So thank you so much for joining me today, uh, Lita and Damai. Uh, we really appreciate your time. And um, I'm excited to talk to you today about uh, Jalape Erte. So if we just um, start right at the beginning, can you tell us a little bit about yourselves and Jalape Erte? Uh, maybe start with Lita? Yeah, I'm Lita Angraini. Uh, I'm the national coordinator of the JALAPRT. Uh, JALAPRT is a network and we have uh, 55 members yeah, around uh, 15 cities in Indonesia and established uh, 2004 that we have mine uh, uh, vision that's uh, first to hold to uh, advocacy for the domestic worker law and ratification on ILO Convention uh, 189 and 190. And uh, why we uh, build Jalapa is uh, how to build the uh, common interest on uh, domestic worker issue, how to we advocate together for the domestic worker bill and also the ILO Convention. And second, the uh, Jalapirti also facilitate and organize domestic worker and we conduct alternative education for the domestic worker uh, through the domestic worker school in eight cities in Indonesia. And then we also uh, uh, do uh, public education uh, for awareness raising uh, with uh, campaign and then for we also build network uh, local, national, and regional, and international with uh, at including uh, IDWF, International Domestic Worker Federation. Uh, and uh, Damai? Okay, I'm uh, I'm Damai Ria Pakpahan, just call me Damai. Uh, wh why we come to, to choose domestic workers? Because at the time, you know, because of Marxist uh, ideology at the time, as the student activists, usually you will choose like the workers or the farmers because they are the avant-garde of the revolution. So, but at the time, we, th we think, look, how about the domestic workers issue? Of course, uh, at the time, uh, uh, the tendency is going to the migrant work, 
migrant workers issues ya but even the among the activist circle they don't really think about domestic workers see but they think about the migrant workers issue of course yeah first uh, the first one of course farmers and the and the labor the trade union the industrial uh, labor and then the migrant workers but not the domestic workers it was very very lonely way of path at the time um so we're going to go now into talking about the protection for domestic workers bill which in indonesian is the ruu prt but before we go into the bill um can you give us an overview about the domestic workers workforce uh, in indonesia um so especially for our listeners who are not well versed in um the indonesian domestic workers uh situation some people would say that um this work or the work of domestic workers offers little economic value to the country would you how would you describe the contribution to the economy by domestic workers there are a great number of domestic workers in indonesia uh based on uh, i know survey uh, 2015 and uh, that's a state uh, there are 4.2 uh, million domestic local domestic worker in indonesia it means that uh, the number described uh, 4.2 uh, old need domestic worker yeah why they need so uh, we also can say that the household in indonesia and the family in indonesia need uh, the domestic worker to 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 do the Uh, domestic work yeah that we talk about the contribution so uh my, like in my asia I mean, especially like in uh, south asia malaysia singapore and then uh, asia pacific like hong kong like this uh, taiwan that we, it seem like indonesia that the the domestic worker is needed to to do uh, so many many work in uh, uh, household yeah from uh, cleaning from uh, cooking and then uh, to maintenance uh, uh, keeping and then uh, take uh, take care the uh, the child and also take care the disability uh, uh, people the member of the household yeah and uh, of course uh, because is uh, the domestic worker is uh, ex- excluded from the uh, the labor the state never uh, uh, recognize and also calculate the the economic and uh, also social and also psych- psychology of the contribution of domestic worker we have a uh, uh, conduct survey yeah uh, a little survey to the employer that hire domestic worker how many they expended to to pay domestic worker the wages and compared to if they don't hire domestic worker they say that the, the expenses is uh, five multiple the cost if they they don't hire domestic worker because like uh, like in Indonesia there is uh, no daycare system yeah, the, to subset the domestic work yeah uh, so 
like the, the employer is from the middle class yeah they say uh, to pay the daycare for the uh, children they must pay like in jakarta they must pay 3 million 3 million per month is the very very minimum standard of the uh, the daycare and they also say they have no time to cook yeah so they buy yeah to buy this uh, is until 300 uh, rupees yeah per day yeah nah it's just for cook and that uh, take care of the child so we can uh, say that uh, very very big the contribution of the domestic worker in economy and then we also how the domestic worker give contribution to the the access of the the households the employer to to take activities in public yeah uh, they get access they can get access to uh, get ring to go outside to refreshing like the like the others yeah and also of course to work in a public sector if they don't hire domestic worker they say they very stress yeah they can uh, concentrate uh, for their uh, work yeah so so the productivity yeah it is like a domino effect so the dom- uh, the productivities of the the other citizen will decrease without domestic worker this never uh, recognized it uh, the contribution of the domestic worker is very very high but of course the state always neglect cases like also to to close this uh, the contribution because they worry about the demand of the domestic worker for the, the to claim the rights like this so this is they always say this is like a part of family to deny the responsibility or to keep the country uh, how to keep the uh, redistribution of the the right of the domestic worker yeah so domestic worker there no recognize and no recognition no redistribution of the welfare to the domestic worker that the domestic worker keep big contribution from the uh, smallest uh, group until national global like this the number 4.2 is uh, describe the big contribution that's domestic worker yeah uh, very very needed by the employer and also of course of the state like this right um i think that's really interesting what you said about the fact that um because i think it makes sense to a lot of people that domestic workers um are contributing to the the economy themselves through the the wages that they make but i i think people like i don't think i thought of this before you raised it but um the contribute the contribution to the economy that they make by freeing up the time um for other people who then engage in um economically productive activities is also a big part of it so yeah i think that that's really interesting um if i could move to you ibudama but i want to ask you slightly a slightly different question which is that um women and girls overwhelmingly make up the majority of the workforce i think i'm right in saying is this a gender issue and why is it that it's mostly women and girls yeah because uh, this is the domestic works yeah and uh, and in the patriarchal society in the feudal society uh, the domestic 
works quote and quote automatically will will traditionally it's uh, women who will do that the girls and women who will do that that's uh, this is also the care work right and care work is not recognized not respected right not counting in the the capitalist economy system so you when you ask me about why it is always women uh, this is the issue of how we transform the society we have to transform the society why because uh, this is also really related to as i mentioned this is patriarchal society patriarchy society so when how they respect their the girl how how the family how the society uh, educate uh, the girls because as at this of course there is a change yeah for the decades but usually it is in the rise of the fundamentalism i think all over the world and also also in indonesia it is very visible that uh girl is the first one who will be dropped out from the school so when they have to work so this is the work they 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 can enter because this is domestic works because since since uh, in in the childhood the domestic workers will goes to the to the girls right not to the boys even though if we talk about domestic workers it's not only girls actually because the gardener who are working at home right because also there is a domestic uh, a boys domestic workers or a men domestic workers but it's not uh, as many as uh, girls and women and mostly uh, the domestic workers they they work is uh, very young they started to work very young uh, for example like 14 years old even 10 years old in at least in the past 10 years old like uh, 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 10 20 years ago but now it's uh, getting uh, higher uh, i mean getting older but still like 15 years old yeah i wanted to ask you about that um damo specifically because um i saw a report by the international labor organization um but i think it's out of date now when it said that there are 2.6 million domestic workers in indonesia and out of that 2.6 million maybe around 600,000 are child domestic workers and and out of that mostly girls who by which we mean under the age of 18 um what are the figures like now and why is it that it's um children i know you said a little bit at the beginning about um dropping out of school and things like that yeah it's a, i think now it's about 5 uh, million yalita ya all the domestic yeah, workers yeah 5 million yeah that's a uh, 5 million and also this is based on i love survey because in the statistic be uh, center bureau uh, never they never uh, count this they never count domestic workers they exclude the domestic worker as worker and never count the the domestic worker yeah in indonesia but 2015 there are 4.2 million 
and uh, 84% is uh, the women, yeah, majority women, and also uh, 20s, uh, 21% is child uh, uh, domestic worker, yeah. The girl type, yeah? Yeah. The girl type domestic worker. Yeah. There are tendency, uh, the employee want to uh, employ the girl type domestic workers because they are they they don't have any experience so they can easy to exploit see and and cheaper to, to right hire them that this is really exploitation right this is the issues right so, so uh, mo- most of the cases sorry to interrupt most of the cases of the violence toward domestic worker is toward to this girl type domestic workers or the young uh, domestic worker so if you have um let's say girl domestic helpers who are maybe yeah 14 15 and 16 so is it the rationale from the employers that you know they're not very well educated they're young and so they don't consider them workers in the strict sense and they can give them yeah they can pay them very small amounts and they're not really bound by any of the rules that you may ordinarily have is it legal under indonesian law do you know to employ um, people under the age of 16? Actually, there is, uh, there, there, there is a policy, but it's not that strong. It's like MOU, I think, between the Ministry of Women Empowerment and then the Labour Ministry, but uh, we cannot employ domestic workers, it, like 15 years old, but we have to give them like for, uh, only for a day, only four hours work, but we have to uh, to co- uh, ensure that they can continue the education, but it doesn't work like that. You see, <laughs> it doesn't work. It's it's very weak policy. <laughs> yeah, probably difficult to strictly enforce. Besides that, the the, the Indonesian government has a national uh, action plan to uh, eliminate the child domestic uh, child uh, worker, including child domestic worker, but always uh, continue continue to make tolerance for the child yeah. uh, worker like that says the active uh, the active uh, plan is uh, to eliminate is signed 2000 yeah signed we ratify uh, ILO convention and uh, minimum weeks for the to eliminate the child uh, worker yeah. yeah so we talked about how under Indonesian law well you said it was an MOU that children are not supposed to work or they're supposed to be things in place. Um, what other regulations are there for domestic workers in Indonesia? Actually, uh, in the region level, uh, there, there are the policy. For example, in, in Yogyakarta, there is like PERDA, yeah, regional, regional policy. But it's not that strong, right? Even also unbinding. Unbind yeah, unbind it also, there is no punishment, see? Uh, it, there is impunity. So it's just, a, a, I mean, it is a toothless regulation. That's the issue. Right. So that's why we really push to the law, to the national law. Of course, there are the scattered, uh, sporadic, the, the, the perda, yeah? Uh, the, 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 uh, the, 
the local regulation, but it doesn't work. Also, uh, there are some uh, law, but it's just for domestic violence again, yeah. domestic violence that also could go cover the domestic worker, but it's not about the uh, working relationship or normative of the uh, employ employment. Yeah, and also beside that, there are uh, two. Yeah, about uh, first about the minister reg minister regulation oh, yeah, minister of regulation. domestic worker, but it's an unbinding uh, unbinding regulation, uh, so cannot uh, force the uh, the employer. Yeah, and because no sanction and also the other. Uh, also about the social security uh, uh, law, but the social security uh, uh, doesn't cover the domestic worker because the domestic worker still uh, be categorized as unpaid worker, like this. So, uh, so why uh, we, uh, yeah, there must be the domestic worker law to recognize and the domestic worker can claim their right, yeah. Right. So, okay, so there are some things in place, but they're pretty toothless, it sounds like. Um, so, but I mean, is there a reason for that? Do you think that there are cultural attitudes towards domestic workers in Indonesia? So, as I already mentioned that this is uh, the... The feudal, the feudal society, yeah, in Indonesia, yeah, feudal mm -hmm. society, and also uh, patriarchy is very strong in Indonesia. So we know that even though we are republic, but you know we we still have the kings, yeah, in Indonesia, and through the our tradition, we have to admit uh, honestly that. There is a class society here in Indonesia, yeah? This class society, the status is still there. Even if you go to Sumba, East Nusa Tenggara, you can see there is a slavery there. It still exists this century, this day today. If you go to Sumba, you can meet the, the, the slave there. Yeah, Sumba, one of the islands in East Nusa Tenggara. So, uh, in, in in Sumba, this, if I mention about the slavery there, it is they are the domestic workers actually because they are the, the one who work for for the domestic chores, domestic uh, for in the in the in the in the field for the garden uh, for the agriculture, then back again to to the city. We can listen yeah, how the these urban people, the middle class how they treat domestic workers. So how they will stigmatize and undermine the domestic workers in their, in their, how to say, jokes, in their, uh, the way they, they treat domestic workers. You can see from the pop, uh, pop culture, you can see the, the film in Indonesia, how they, this is class society, yeah? and and also of course racist yeah so this is the things that we face even in the activist circles how they when it comes uh, this is this is very delicate issue 
but also painful ya yeah? because we have to change we have to transform ourselves how we say equality ya yeah? we say equality then when when it comes to the domestic workers then we change this is this is very very painful because we have to change ourselves how we we treat how we fulfill the right of domestic workers in front of our eyes because other issue perhaps uh, it's is not uh, coming back coming back to us is not related to us it's outside us but when come to the domestic workers because we are middle class because we employ domestic workers then we have to practice what we preach practice what we we talk what we struggle for with for and with because we 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 work with domestic workers movement yeah so so this is this is the issue that we have to give meaning to to ourselves also as the activists so because we we have to to change ourselves yeah because For example, when I, I, I have, um, how to say, I have to face my mom because my mom is from the old generation, yeah. So I have to discuss with her, and even sometimes I have to have conflict with her about how we treat domestic workers that work work with us. See? All right. Yeah, this is sometimes is painful, yeah, because we have to 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 face our. our loved ones yeah because they they still have the ideas the 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 inequality ideas it's interesting you say that damo because um when you talk about it being very much a class issue because i live here in medan in north sumatra so i don't know what it's like in other parts of indonesia but um i remember it it's very common here for um families who have a domestic helper will go to the mall for example or to a restaurant and the domestic workers have to wear a very specific uniform to make them kind of separate from the rest of the family and usually in medan it's kind of like pink pajamas it they look like um which is the uniform that many domestic workers wear here is that the same in other parts of indonesia yes and, yeah lita you can tell about that is there is a class between the Babysitter, domestic worker. Yeah, yeah. Please, Lita. Yeah, there are eight kind of the domestic worker. Like one of this is uh, take care of the child. Yeah, like we call babysitter, and then the babysitter always uh, the the employer give uniform to the the babysitter. They also treat the babysitter is uh, not uh, well. Yeah, they do treat the. the Like then when we go go to the uh, restaurant like this, yeah, they they uh, don't keep the the, the uh, babysitter also to, to take yeah meal together like this, yeah, and there's many many uh, bad cases, yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that um, that you said about restaurants. I've seen that a few times, uh, quite a lot actually, and I think there was a big. Sp- A big spat or a big argument. I can't remember when this was. A few years ago. Do you remember this? There was a an Indonesian celebrity. Yes. And she said, "I I don't." What did she say? She said, "Like I." He criticized the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. When, when they ate in the restaurant. Yeah. Right. 
Also, there are when we criticize the restaurant, they pay, they provide a different menu for the domestic worker. Yes, I remember that as well. That controversy. Yes, they didn't. Yeah, they had like a special. Was it called like a special maids menu or something? Yeah. And also uh, remember, Lita, Lita, you 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 are the one who told me that uh, the lift in the apartment in Jakarta. The domestic oh, workers yeah. ca- cannot go yeah. uh, in the same uh, lift. This is crazy, right? This is yeah. segregated society. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting when you say it's like living. It, yeah, like it is living in a segregated society. I think that that's a very, a very good way of putting it. We've talked a lot about about that. The jobs that we're talking about. So we're talking about babysitters, and I think when we're talking about domestic workers, uh, we're talking about women. Primarily, and I think you said it was eighty percent of domestic workers are women. Um, it, but there are male domestic helpers as well, right? Um, what do they do? I assume what we would consider male jobs, right? Like drivers, gardeners. Yeah, in our survey, the 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 driver gardener is uh, they they paid more than uh, common domestic worker, women domestic worker. Uh, I mean, yeah. But it's interesting that you say that they, even in this sector, which is not a particularly affluent sector and a badly reg- regulated one, men still get paid more. Yeah. That's, that's depressing. That's really depressing. So, I mean, it just sounds like this is a really precarious situation and we need more things in place to protect domestic workers in Indonesia. So there is the Protection for Domestic Workers Bill, which is the RUUPRT, um, which has been going, it's been around for quite a while, and we're going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about why. But just um, in very simple terms, like what are the key practices that this bill is going to implement? We talk about the domestic, the process of the domestic worker uh, Well, we submit since uh, 2004, uh, but we already arranged yeah, uh, right the draft of the domestic worker bill since 1999. Yeah, so based on uh, many many uh, uh, research like this is uh, so it's not uh, like so suddenly we submit the dom- the law. Yeah, but based on the survey and based on the fact like this, yeah. And we submit to the parliament as the government because in Indonesia there are two two way to submit the the law can from uh, can to the government can to the parliament and also both yeah and the the draft of the law the bill uh, has been put as the uh, national legislation priority 2004. Until 2009, but the, the, there are no deliberation uh, uh, of the of the domestic worker law. And then we submit again 2009 until 2014. Yeah, based on the period of the parliament and five years. Yeah, five years per period. Yeah, and uh, the parliament. Uh, uh, put the domestic worker law as priority uh, 2009, 2011, 2000, uh, 
2019 and also the uh, they drop the domestic worker law and also uh, conduct uh, uh, compare study to Argentina and also South Africa that they have uh, uh, the domestic worker law but then uh, the parliament stopped the, the domestic worker law because the, the, there were many many of conflict interests uh, yeah because you know the other side of the member of parliament also uh, as a employer and they they don't want the, the situation known that they in they get a very big big benefit of the situation that domestic worker can uh, do everything with uh, very very low wage without uh, 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 working hour limitation without uh, uh, they need the holiday yeah they need to rest yeah so everything they can ask the domestic worker they want to they want the situation be changed because the law and also they very few feel down they they don't want the domestic worker say no they they want the domestic worker always say yes yeah so and they also worry if the law uh, be uh, passed they uh, they can uh, uh, the the law can be uh, make them as the uh, like the, they abuse the uh, they uh, they do abuse and that can bring the the themselves to to the uh, uh, court like <laughs> they, this, yeah. They can, so they worry. They, 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 they can be in the prison if they treat uh, yeah. domestic workers. Uh, as, as, uh, they violate the rights of domestic, domestic yeah. workers. The member of parliament, they hire at least five domestic workers in their house. Right. And Indonesia is a the like like so little king and little queen yeah little queen in in, in the feudalism uh, relation in the, yeah, in the family in the household yeah well yeah that's what i was going to ask you because the house of representatives uh legislation body in july this year i think i'm right in saying it did agree to endorse this bill after it was originally filed what in the end of the 1990s yeah, 2000, uh, 2014 and 2019, they stopped the, the domestic worker law, they stopped to deliberate. And then 2020, we start uh, to submit again. And then also, the, because we uh, because we have friend yeah, in the uh, parliament, and the friend say, okay, we take the domestic worker, and he struggled to make the domestic worker as part of the uh, parliament priority and, and the uh, to the first of july the the plenary of the legislative body in the part of the parliament uh, agreed to make the domestic worker draft of the uh, domestic worker law bring to the the bigger plenary in the parliament to decide as the initiative law or from the pair that they uh, uh, submit to the government to deliberate together, but uh, till now the the the, the some fraction uh, of the political party 
uh, still uh, refuse to bring the domestic the trap the domestic worker law to the bigger plenary in the par- parliament like this so it's is very very uh, difficult situation yeah yeah so what's going to happen now i mean how do we move forward from this yeah no we uh, we we use uh, all of uh, kind of approach yeah lobby audience and uh, yeah, but you know it the during pandemic we cannot conduct uh, uh, mass action yeah usually we conduct uh, action that we bring like giant uh, napkin I, uh, and then we also uh, uh, lock the the gate of the parliament with the chain and we also conduct uh, hunger strike like this yeah. but now in the pandemic we cannot uh, do the maxim maxi optimal pressure to the the, the member to the of parliament. parliament we just use uh, pressure from the social media but you know the the social media the millennial uh, group is also from the middle class yeah the middle class is uh, also on the other side they also employer of course they also this is not the pop it's not popular issue because the conflict interest then we uh, we conduct a webinar we conduct a meeting discussion about domestic worker law they always say what about us about us is meant or oh, about they as employer what about uh, the protection for, for the employer if you always say the protection just for domestic worker that we said is vulnerable uh, worker they say well always uh, uh, you uh, put the domestic worker right as priority not balance we say the loan that we submit is the uh, uh, balance yet between mm. domestic worker and uh, employer but this always say so many many rights of domestic worker then compared to the rights of the employer right um okay we're coming up um on an hour now i think so thank you so much for your time and this has really been fascinating um i'd like to ask you two more questions um just to close so the first one is what kind of initiatives um is jala perte currently involved in to help domestic workers and the second question is for our listeners especially our listeners in indonesia what can we do to help yeah jala also organize yeah, the domestic uh, worker we organize and uh, facilitate the domestic worker in uh, uh cities and we will expand yeah to the other city to to build the uh, a domestic worker union to represent their interest their their uh, son uh, to uh, make social dialogue with the, the government as on the other uh, stakeholder about their issue about their rest uh, um, about their interest like this and then uh, we also uh, yeah conduct the uh, uh, network yeah, and with the other uh, multi-stakeholder uh, to to support uh, also to increase the press to the parliament to the government uh, uh, for the domestic worker law and we also uh, ask the issue the domestic worker during the pandemic that the domestic worker uh, because excluded as worker they uh, 
cannot access the subsidy from the government and also you know they cannot access the subsidy from the government as a, a citizen because the majority of domestic worker uh, is urban they come from village uh, with the identity from uh, the uh, uh, hometown yeah so uh, they they don't be recognized as the part of the citizen like um, a domestic worker network in Jakarta cannot access the subsidy from the uh, government especially local government but they uh, as worker is different with the other worker like so middle class worker can work from home the domestic worker uh, like the other informal worker they cannot work from home so on the domestic worker they face uh, 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 the very very hard and bad situation uh, majority of the domestic worker they uh, fired they lost their job of course they lost their income and also on uh, the other side the domestic worker also uh, their wages uh, be dictated uh, by the employer until 50 until 30 percent so uh, jala will conduct uh, jala now organize a network to raise about this issue with the other informal net uh, informal worker network and maybe we will uh, uh, soon the government about this policy that discriminate the informal worker including the the domestic worker because they always say that this is part of the unpaid worker and then as we say oh about everyone work uh, to get uh, money is not un- for unpaid like this yeah like Okay, and what lastly maybe um Ibu Damai, what can we do to help easily? I think uh the listener can info uh uh with the campaign because we did a lot of campaign for domestic work. Of course we want them through their social media to endorse our campaign. Um, but uh, the more important uh, transformation is uh, start with uh, the listener uh, themselves that uh, they can change the way they they treat uh, the domestic workers uh, working in in their own, own home so how they treat them equally uh, to fulfill their rights and and treat them as the human equally So it starts at home if we have uh, if we employ domestic uh, workers it really starts uh, with us um, and what we can do uh, to change how domestic workers um, are viewed in Indonesia uh, and how they're treated. I think that's a really great message to end on um, and I thank you both so much for your time. This was really um, eye-opening uh, and fascinating and I wish you both the best of luck with the work that you're doing. Uh, which I think is great and let's hope that the protection for domestic workers bill starts to come to fruition soon. Um so thank you so much both for your time. Um it really was a pleasure. Thank you. Our thanks to Lita and Damai for joining us on this week's episode of Southeast Asia Dispatches. Next week be sure to tune in to New Narrative's Political Agenda, our podcast series on current affairs in Singapore. This is Aisha from North Sumatra, Horace.